You limit your own growth potential. You know, there's so many businesses out there. And the problem with a lot of businesses is um, that 90, 90% of businesses fell in the first five years. 90% of business of those businesses fell in the next five years. So the numbers say that 1% of all businesses that start succeed after 10 years. 99% of all businesses fell in their first 10 years. That is because there's a there's a lot to there's a lot to it really there's a there's a lot to the reason a business would fail, but the number one reason for a business's failure or for a personal failure is you, me. I'm the reason my business is isn't getting as far as I'd like it to get. I'm the reason my business isn't going where it wants to go, right? You're the reason your business isn't going as fast as possible. I talk to businesses all all the time and the number one thing they say is I'm waiting until. What are you waiting until? You're waiting until what? The economy gets better? You're waiting until your kids graduate high school? You're waiting until... What are you waiting for? Businesses are always telling me this. I'm waiting until... And they got a reason why they're waiting. I'm waiting until I hire salespeople so I can start selling. Why don't you go out and sell? Why are you waiting for salespeople to sell your products? Go out and sell your products. What are you waiting for? I'm so tired of that that little statement. I'm waiting until dot 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 dot. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? A gentleman in one of our companies came up to me one day and he said, "James, how uh, can you do some telemarketing for us?" Of course I can. Of course I can. I used to be a telemarketer. Used to be in that industry. I was doing it from right after college to right at real late at night. And then I'd go back home and I'd sleep in the dormitory. So yes, I know how to do telemarketing. He said, how can, can you go out and tell companies that we're giving away free coffee tasting? I said, of course. I got on the phone. I called like 20 companies in the first five minutes and I got every one of them, but maybe a few that said, yes, we'd love to have you come down and here's the day and time that would be best for us to allow you into our business and give our employees free coffee. What are you waiting for? He said, can you do it? I got my phone out. I said, how fast do you want to get in those doors? He said, I want, I want this whole week. I want you to put us into businesses. Not a problem. I put them into hundreds of businesses that first week in the city of Ontario. I don't wait. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You're limiting your own potential. You're limiting your growth. What are you waiting for? Stop saying I'm waiting until. Those statements say I'm contracting. 
I don't want to grow that fast. I don't want to get into businesses. I don't want other people knowing about my products right now. I don't want other companies understanding that we have a great product. I don't want individuals drinking my product or having my product. I don't want them knowing. What are you waiting for? Stop waiting and get yourself in the doors. Tell people about yourself. I'm waiting until I'm hiring salespeople. Well, crap. Don't you know how to sell? Don't you have a mouth? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You waiting for New Year's? You waiting for the next year? Is that going to be your New Year's resolution? Or are you going to just start going and, out and getting things done? We sit down every day and we watch as business after business after business after business shuts down its doors. And they've got a great product. Some businesses I see shutting their doors have great product. They shut their door because it's either bad business management, the products are outdated, maybe you don't have a strong sales force, maybe the owner doesn't know how to sell, Maybe the owner got into business too soon or too fast or, uh, uh, you know, tried to make things happen and did everything on his own and didn't hire anybody else to outsource. Maybe he didn't outsource. There's a few se- secret strategies that I could show you on how to do it without having, I mean, uh, crap, uh, Nike, Nike doesn't even own, as far as I know, Nike does not own a single business, a single building. That's what, the, according to their own reports, they do not own a single bi- building in the United States states or anywhere really they outsource to other countries and they have their products made from various hundreds of manufacturers they don't have one single manufacturer that does their product they've got hundreds of them and they produce their products then they import them into the united states saying it's the cheapest way they say on average we save about 15 cents per shoe doing it that way What's 15 cents? Well, I mean, if you're doing billions of dollars a year, that's a lot of money. Okay. So they, they understand how to make business happen and how to get things quicker. The biggest problem, there's a lot of secrets to, to actually becoming a success without having, and I've got so many, um, secrets and I've got them written down and I'm giving you a, a little bit of it. Okay. They outsource to other businesses. They outsource. That is one of their keys to success. They don't do everything in house. They outsource what they can and they, you know, they get the other people, the other uh, companies to do their business for them. And all they do is promote their product and have their logo and, and their brand. And <clears throat> people are like <coughs> telling, uh, you know, how great Nike is, Nike SB, you know. <coughs> <laughs> they even lied to the skateboarding community, telling them how they got skate skateboard technology. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. What they said is, we finally found a shoe that skateboarders actually love. <laughs> but Nike outsources every single one of their products, and the majority of manufacturers are over there in Asia. They don't have a manufacturing facility right here in the United States. They import everything to the United States. Which is probably a bad idea today because we've got this thing that's happening with China and Asia and 
other countries over there. But China, well, China pulled out of China. Or, uh, uh, Nike pulled out of China, though. But but it's the same. I think they've got some uh, around China. Um, but the the fact of the matter is, they've got their they 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 know how to run a business. They understand the business operations. They understand it. They understand it. They understand it. And they didn't say, we're going to contract. We're going to stop manufacturing so many shoes. We're going to close down facilities. Now they, they've, they've, uh, canceled some accounts. They reopened, they opened some. <clears throat> they switched some. They didn't cancel. As far as I know, they have not canceled any. Um, and they make the same amount of shoes. People are buying their shoes all, all day long. They trick some communities into believing that their shoes are top of the line in that, in that, um, in that, uh, area, the sporting area. But, you know, that's what they did. That's what they did. But the fact of the matter is, you are limiting your potential growth. You are limiting where you go. You're limiting your business growth. You're limiting your expansion. You're limiting. You're, you're, you're contracting instead of expanding. My, my good friend Grant Cardone talks about expanding. Stop contracting. People, when the economy isn't so good, people start contracting when they should be expanding. Get your name out there. The more people who know your brand, the more people who know who you are, the more money you'll make and the more business you'll have. Stop saying, oh, I'm waiting until. Those few words have killed more businesses than anything else I could think of. You know, there's a lot of other words that, that have killed businesses too, but I'm waiting until is just big, big bad. Look, stop using it. Don't use it. Stop using I'm waiting until. Because that word right there is a big business killer. You need to expand. You have potential. My pastor once said that every man has potential. It's what he does with that potential that makes a difference. It's what he does with that potential that makes a difference. And when you contract, you're limiting your own growth potential. It's time that you grow, either as a person or as a business. And I'm talking mainly about business, but I'm talking about personal too. You see, if you're sitting there thinking that you had there, there's no reason for you to grow or, or you work at a job and you're thinking, you know, why, why should I grow any further? Because this job, I'm, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. Think differently. Your mindset is a big difference, a, a big factor. You need to think like this. I, even though I'm at a job, I need to learn something different. When I was working at a job, that well, let's just, let's put it out there. When I was working at Rite Aid, I was the head cashier. I was the ice cream server. I was working in photo. I was working in pharmacy. I was stocking shelves. I was working the back room. I was working. Listen, when you're in a business, you need to learn everything. There's too many people that learn one thing and they just do that one thing. When I worked at, uh, when I worked at Rite Aid, I was working everything. When I was working at Rite Aid, I worked at everything. 
Taco Bell, the same thing. When I worked there, I was working drive-through. I was working front counter. I was working food prep. I was back in the back, stocking those, uh, the stocking the shelf, taking them out of boxes, putting them on the shelf in the refrigerator. I was in the, uh, 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 uh I would, I would do the dishes and wash and do all that. I would do everything. Learn every aspect of the business. Every time I worked a job, I would learn everything about everything. Didn't matter what it was, what what job I held. When I worked at a warehouse, I learned about the inventory. I learned about the stock. I learned about the numbers, the UPC codes, the manufacturing. I learned about all of that. When I worked at one of the warehouses manager, I learned about import-export. I learned about all that through the job that I held because I wanted to know everything about the business. When I worked on a forklift, I worked cross dock operation. I also worked in a warehouse. I stocked, I, I loaded uh, pallets. I also loaded the shelves and I loaded the, the uh, trucks. I did all that. I did every aspect of the business, of the job. When you have a job, you should you should be learning. You know, Robert Kiyosaki says, work to learn, not to earn. I've always worked to learn. Every job that I've ever held, I've learned every aspect of the job. Every aspect of that place. The facility. I wanted to know what the other people were doing, too. I wanted to know how they did it. I, when I worked at, uh, uh, for, uh, um, uh, Nordstrom Rack. I was there. I was the inventory person. They kept me longer than everybody else because because of what I knew. I was doing it faster than anybody else. When I worked on the cashier, I was one of the fastest cashiers because I learned everything. Numbers are my thing. I love to learn about every aspect of everything. Stop waiting until. Understand that you have the potential to grow. You have the ability, the capability to grow. Every aspect of the job that you're working, you should learn something about it. And grow. Stop contracting. Start, con- start expanding. <laughs>